Chapter 2 Jillian Jackson had a pet jade plant, and she treated it always with tender concern. She fed it a carefully calculated and measured mix of nutrients, watered it judiciously, and regularly misted its fleshy, oval-shaped, thumb-sized leaves to wash off dust and maintain its glossy green beauty. That Friday night, while traveling from Albuquerque, New Mexico, to Phoenix, Arizona, where she had a three-night gig the following week, Jilly did all the driving, because Fred had neither a license to drive nor the necessary appendages to operate a motor vehicle. Fred was the jade plant. Jilly's midnight blue 1956 Cadillac Coupe de Ville was the love of her life, which Fred understood and graciously accepted. But her little Crassula Argentia, Fred's birth name, remained a close second in her affections. She had purchased him when he'd been just a sprig with four stubby branches and sixteen thick rubbery leaves. Although he had been housed in a tacky three-inch diameter black plastic pot and should have looked tiny and forlorn, he'd instead appeared plucky and determined from the moment she'd first seen him. Under her loving care, he had grown into a beautiful specimen about a foot in height and eighteen inches in diameter. He thrived now in a twelve-inch glazed terracotta pot. Including soil and container, he weighed twelve pounds. Jilly had crafted a firm foam pillow, a ramped version of the donut-like seat provided to patients following hemorrhoid surgery, which prevented the bottom of the pot from scarring the passenger's seat upholstery, and which provided Fred with a level ride. The Coupe de Ville had not come with seat belts in 1956, and Jilly had not come with one either when she'd been born in 1977. But she'd had simple lap belts added to the car for herself and for Fred. Snug in his custom pillow, with his pot belted to the seat, he was as safe as any jade plant could hope to be while hurtling across the New Mexico badlands at speeds in excess of 80 miles per hour. Sitting below the windows, Fred couldn't appreciate the desert scenery, but Jilly painted word pictures for him when from time to time they encountered a stunning vista. She enjoyed exercising her descriptive powers. If she failed to parlay the current series of bookings in seedy cocktail lounges and second-rate comedy clubs into a career as a star comedian, her backup plan was to become a best-selling novelist. Even in dangerous times, most people dared to hope, but Jillian Jackson insisted upon hope, took as much sustenance from it as she took from food. Three years ago, when she'd been a waitress sharing an apartment with three other young women to cut costs, eating only the two meals a day that she received gratis from the restaurant where she worked, before she landed her first job as a performer, her blood had been as rich with hope as with red cells, white cells, and platelets. Some people might have been daunted by such big dreams, but Jilly believed that hope and hard work could win everything she wanted. Everything except the right man.